Decide is accepting the dream job. And the dream job means it meets your core needs and wants at this time in your life. Welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today's episode is for the brave individual who wants to change their career or make a change in their career. I'm so excited about this episode because it is a follow-up, a really critical, important follow-up to a previous episode we did with Clara Chorley. We're going to unpack and discuss the five D's to career change here, the five D's you need to make that change here. So we have dream, dare, dive, decide, and design. These are five D's that are really important for career change and being brave as you move forward in your career. But before discussing the 5D framework, we're going to cover the infinity loop or the default way that a lot of us finding ourselves wanting a career change. The 5D framework, in my opinion, is this amazing alternative or antidote to that default way. This episode is not going to be an easy listen because I know a lot of the folks who are going through career changes are going through struggles of their own. And there's so many different reasons that you might be going through a career change or so many different ways you can take that. So by all means, this is not going to be a comprehensive episode on how to execute that change. For that, I always recommend you know listening and taking the time for yourself to decide what that change is going to look like. And of course, seeking professional help either possibly through a therapist or through an amazing career coach like Clara. There's no magic bullet solution or no one blanket thing that is going to help you. But this episode should at least encourage you to move forward and to take action because that is what I want my fellow warriors to do. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Clara back on the show here. Clara Chorley believes that brave decisions are the pathway to the lives we want to live and the professional success we dream of. Since 2009, Clara has been a highly impactful career strategist, thought partner, and trauma-informed personal coach. She helps leaders in the business world untether from habits and environments that are wearing them out and taking back control of their careers and health. Clara's unique international background spans five continents in 48 countries. She has supported professionals with a multitude of industries in humanitarian, startup, and Fortune 100 organizations. Clara is a TEDx presenter author of Turn Four Steps to Clarity in Your Career and creator of the 5D Framework for Navigating Career Change. More importantly, she is a friend of mine and just an amazing individual I've had the pleasure to speak with many times over the years. So you're going to enjoy this episode, I hope. So let's launch right into that. So I'm going to introduce the default way, which is how people often find themselves in a career change. And then the alternative is 5D framework, which Chris and I are going to be having a conversation about next. Often what happens is people are going along and they're in their jobs and there's just a growing frustration or a growing level of difficulty, disempowerment. Like There's problems. There's problems that are stacking up over time. And as those problems stack up over time, the, the stress within people rises, 
the resourcefulness, people start to try on how to make things better and try that a little bit. And then if that doesn't work, they're sort of like, I don't really know what else to do. And nobody really wants to make a change because it's very scary and can feel very chaotic and disruptive in a lot of lives. So the resistance to making a change, even though we sense that there is something that we need to change, this tension is something that we're all navigating across all areas of our lives. And honestly, the sooner we can sort of go, okay, I've got to trust myself that this isn't going to get any better and I don't need to wait for it to get worse to be sure about that. The sooner we can start to trust our early warning signals, you know, in our own guts and in our own hearts, in our own sort of sense of things, the better it is and the easier it is to navigate through a change. Often that is delayed because the fear of change, the discomfort of change, the timing of change factors that get in the way for people. So I'm going to walk you through the default model now. So I call this stuck in default, and this is how it typically looks. You're going along, you've got your job, something happens, there's a red flag. And red flags can be anything from you're talked over in a meeting in a way that you just, oh boy, this is not good. This wasn't an accident necessarily or a one-off. It could be produced some work and you weren't credited for it. It could be you were disrespected by a key stakeholder. It could be you're working really unsustainable hours and you don't see an end to this and you're being told there'll be an end, but now another month or another two, three months have gone by. It could be like you can't quite put your finger on it, but you feel it. You just feel the first sort of red flag where deep in here you go, <laughs> and when that happens, because it's different than something not going right. When that happens, that usually activates a dream, a dream in people. They've got these, the and dreams can sound like I want more fulfillment. I want to be respected. I want to feel better. I want to look forward to going to work. I want to get paid more. I want to be a CEO. I want to start my own business. Or again, I just want fulfillment. So there's a whole range of what a dream is for different people at different stages in their lives. So when the red flag happens, it activates a dream. And what often happens almost immediately when the dream is activated, when people are not quite ready for change, is that triggers doubt. And doubts sound like, oh my gosh, I just got my foot in the door. I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't want to go through the search again. I'm so close to retirement. If I just hang in there, I really don't have the time. I don't have the energy. There's so much unemployment out there right now. I just, I shouldn't really be making a change. It's not a safe time to do that. I don't even know what I want. I don't even know what to do next. I'm sure anybody will actually hire me for what it is I want to do. So the doubts that are very personal to us, they're often the things we fear the most, that gets activated. And so the idea of change is delayed. And there's this pause in time. And then another red flag happens. And that again activates a dream. I want something better. Oh no, it's happening again. Something else has happened. I want out. That activates doubt. But what if the timing's all right? What if I don't have what it takes? I should be grateful for what I have. What if nothing better exists? This we call, well, I call the dream doubt infinity loop. So red flags are happening. The dream gets sparked. The doubt kicks right in. And then we're stuck in this back and forth cycle. And when this goes on, and more and more red flags, you can see the rope is starting to become untethered. More and more red flags, more and more red flags. And then we have a breaking point. And it's usually at this breaking point, which can be a serious health issue. It could be a layoff. 
It could be somebody's just so full to the brim they quit. It could be a change in management, an unworkable professional relationship, another internal reorganization that just stymies progress. It's just more than you can handle. And at the breaking point, that is when people usually find their way in a career change because it's a forced, it's a forcing function. And now we're going to talk about 5D as an alternative way to start making a change sooner. When you first see those first couple of red flags, start preparing yourself because it's coming and we don't need to wait for things to get so disruptive or in our lives that are already have enough challenges in the day to day. All right. So that is the default way or the infinity loop. Now we're going to dive into Clara's 5D framework, which is the positive, exciting antidote, in my opinion, to the default way. So let's hear from Clara about her framework. All right, Clara. So let's dive into this 5D flame framework. Wonderful. <laughs> it is flame work. Flame work. I like it. <laughs> it's my hot, bloopers so are the best. <laughs> so Let's dive into your 5D framework here. This is going to outline the stages of a brave career change. So could you walk us through these stages and highlight a key insight or challenge that individuals might encounter on that stage? Let's start with the 5D overview. So dream, dare, dive, decide, design. Everyone's going to forget that. By the time I got to design, they're like, what's the first one? But those are the five. Dream is the first stage and it's easy for some and very difficult for others and dream is where we're looking at am i building a legacy here do i just want more freedom from my life am i building my legacy here do i want more freedom in my life what would that look like am i wanting to accumulate certain skills for a future opportunity that i want you know maybe i want to go into a, a technical role before i go into a lead research director role or what is fulfillment to you? What matters most? You know, for many people, they sort of know what they do work-wise, but it's the environment they're in. This is where I do matrix with people. It's the environment they're in. It's the people they're working with that make or break that next opportunity. Dream's a stage. It's independent. And it, the hardest thing to do when, you have a, when you're in dream is people, people are sitting there and they're going, oh, I think I'd like to, uh, I think I'd like to go up a level. I'd like to go up a notch. I'd like to go to that next. And then immediately before they've inhaled, then, the part of the brain kicks in and goes, we're not qualified for that. No one's going to, no one's going to hire you for that. No, that's never going to, let, let's do this. Other. That's not what dream is. Dream is an independent stage. You've got to be free. You've got to give yourself space yes. to be creative. You've got to give yourself time. Yes. I listened to a person I really respect in the kind of like um, scientific space called Dr. Andrew Huberman. He talks about the difference between like divergent and convergent, like creative processes. And the divergent is where you kind of break out of your shell. That's the way I see it. And you don't necessarily start cutting out ideas. That's more of the convergent process. Like how do I make this work logistically given the constraints that I have? But the divergent should be more about like Get letting those ideas flow and kind of like dreaming a little bit. That's the way I see it. Yes. I love that. I love that. And it's sort of like get your initial ideas. I'm a big fan of big pages of post-it paper and stick them on a wall and then just put disparate ideas on them in love different that. colors. I got a whiteboard behind me. I like the drawing aspect. Yeah. Yes. The visual piece, right? It's most of us are wired that way. Many of us are wired that way. So 
getting those ideas out, then you get to see what's behind them, at least the next layer. If you don't put it out somehow through conversation, through writing, through whatever. Yeah. You know, I work with a client who's been in oil and gas industry. We call them whale sales. Huge deals, right? A lot of business development, relationship yeah. development. And wanting to make a shift. And it took time to come up with this idea of like, is it sales? Is it business development? Is it renewable energy? What aspect of renewable energy? Because I don't really want to do oil and gas anymore. Like that whole process was messy. It took a lot of conversations, a lot of different interviews. She found a way eventually that journey continues. But there has to be space for this. And people don't give themselves enough space. Give yourself a week if you can. Give yourself a month, even better. But space space for dreaming and really discerning like what really matters to me at this point. Because for some people, it matters that they're free to go pick their kids up from school. And for some people, it matters that they're earning $250,000. Yeah. Because they've got a goal around that. They get to put their kids in college or maybe they want to buy a house or whatever. I don't care what it is. Borrow, borrow for a month. Give yourself space. So Give yourself space. I think that that is so important. It doesn't just mean, like for me at least, it doesn't just mean the time. I think that's incredibly important, right? You have to make take the actual time, like take the week, however much you need. But also, I brought this up earlier, like in a LinkedIn post, but I had a past professor who told me I was kind of struggling with like, there's this thing I really care about, but like I'm not giving it the the time and attention that it deserves. And he was like, you got to look at also where your energy lies too. It's like, are you trying to brainstorm and come up with these ideas when you just got out of work and you're mentally beat and you've been scrolling through social media, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, or is this when you're most fresh and more prime for that? So I think job seekers, like, like give yourself time, like a good window peak chunk of time that I think that you can carve these things out. But that resonates with me. I'm a morning person. So I think best, I think like earlier on in the day, I don't know about you. Yeah, it depends on the day. And some people are just exhausted all the time. So there isn't at the moment, like there is at that great time. But I mean, if there is, nab it. Book time off work. You know, like take a morning off and go wherever and do whatever. But if you're struggling with even sort of like, oh, I don't have any energy for this, then it's even more important that you that you do it and you find a way. Mm-hmm. And that could be a, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I think one of the key things with, with creativity is we have to change our environments. Yeah. So you're in, if you're in this habit of like, I go to Trader Jones and then I come home and then I work from home and then I go to the office on these days and then I go to the gym and then I come home and then I go to the restaurant with my wife or my husband or whatever, my friends, and then I come home. If you're walking the same paths, the best thing you can do for creativity and to figure out what it is that you want is put yourself in a new environment Yeah, and see what happens. Love that. And again, I think getting support. You know, you can ask a friend yeah. to sit and listen. You don't even have to, you don't even have to hire somebody for this thing. Ask a friend to just sit and listen and let them know what listening really means. Don't let them get in and like start planning your career. Just places where you can listen to yourself, do some research, see what sparks something inside of you. These are all breadcrumbs. There's so much more to cover there, I think. But what is the next D for the sake of time? First of all, people need to book a call with you if any of this stuff is resonating, because really there we could have like whole hour long episodes, I think, just to diving into each one of these. Like perhaps one D resonates more with another. But for the sake of the overview, what's the next one? I'd love to hear it. Yes. So the next one, and by the way, I might start a monthly office hours drop-in to have brave career decisions on Zoom in the next couple of months. How cool Ah, would that be? Once a month, show up, have a chat or don't, won't be recorded, all confidential. The next D is dare. So we've got clear enough 
we're clear enough on the kind of people, the sort of organization, the work we want to do, and the, the, the things that we need, pay-wise and, you know, the tactical, logistical stuff. Dare is, okay, this is this sort of internal, mental, emotional, here's the old land over here. My hand is moving on the right. Here's the new land over here. My hand is moving on the left. And there's a bridge between the two. So you're where you are and you know where you want to go, clearly enough. Dare is like stepping onto the bridge. Dare is, okay, I'm going to go for this. I'm willing to let go of who I've been, what I've been doing, because I want something new. I want something better because yeah. I'm worth it. Yeah. So Dare is getting onto the bridge, which takes some mental, emotional preparation. That can, that can take some like, some people are in Dare for two, three, four years, mm-hmm. sometimes longer. Some people are in Dare for this long. And we all know those people because they're incredibly annoying because they decide what they want and off they go. But most (laughs) of us aren't wired that way. I mean, my trip to Africa, so five years ago when I took that one-way trip to to Senegal, that was like 30 years in the making, you know? It took me a really, really long time to be brave enough and to really make a move like that on a one-way trip to leave my home. So, you know. Can can you talk about what was like the... I don't know if this is the right word for it, but like the trigger point, the thing that actually bumps you on over, was there one moment or was it truly a build up, kind of a ramp up? I love that you asked that because I think we live in a little bit of a fantasy. I think there's a lot of people waiting for a moment, uh-huh. a moment when they're suddenly going to be brave, a moment when they're suddenly going to be able to do the thing, to get on the flight, to quit the job, to find the new one, to feel better, to get changed their situation. They're waiting for that thing. It's almost a rescue fantasy. Occasionally, you know, the aha moments come, but for most people, it's a brewing thing over time. It's a little yeah. step. It's a little step. It's constant momentum. Yeah. Just little tiny things that we can do. And that's what it was for me. It was 30 years of going back and forth from Africa. I was in therapy about this Africa thing because I didn't understand what it yeah. was. I was journaling. I was looking. I was spending my time over there and moved my business online so that I could be over there more often. So I could still coach people from wherever I was in the world. That was my impetus eight years ago from moving online. So I was moving myself in that direction very slowly. And then one day I'm lying on a couch in my friend's place. I don't even know what I was thinking about. And my intuition goes. So it was all those years, all those moments, everything that I'd done to prepare, then it was time. That's how it works. And just so people aren't worried, it doesn't have to take 30 years. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Thanks for sharing. One. And you always have the coolest story. I know you're like the world traveler here, but I love bringing in the travel element. Thank you for sharing. All right, Clara, what is, what's the next D here in this framework? Flamework. In the framework. Yeah, I'm going to have to re- rename this on my site. So dive, dive is the third stage. So in there, we sort of, we're also, you know, we're on the bridge. We've, we've got a sort of approximate plan, right? There's a very sort of loose plan. We started to look at our network. Dive is we're on the search. Now we're walking over the bridge. We're looking for the thing, you know, I'm down there in the water below in the canoe because you can only, it's a single walking bridge. You have to walk over it on your own and you're leaving a lot behind. But now we're into a lot of the, it's sort of paralleling. All the tactical stuff happens here because you know what you want. So now you've got to get your cover letter and your resume and you've got to organize your network, the network that you don't think you have, that you do have. Start reaching out, start having conversations, get conversations beyond those conversations, two, three, four deep. This naturally starts to happen when you start talking to people, happening And it's okay if you're an introvert. I'm trying to like name all the things that come up for people around this right now. Yeah. 
beautiful ways of doing this, but it's all this tactical stuff that comes up. And in the middle of all of that, people are navigating things like, I keep getting passed over. This discrimination is exhausting. Age discrimination too comes up a lot. All areas of discrimination, age, ableism, race, how your voice sounds, what your hair color is. It's extraordinary. People come up like, I think this is where they second guess their abilities a lot because the bridge is like, it's a little, it's moving a little bit. You know, we're not really sure, are we? We're moving, but it's very, it feels very unstable because it's new. Rejection comes up a lot. People's ability to navigate rejection or not, not hearing back. I no longer, I'm, you know what I'm tired of hearing about? I'm tired of this uh, phrase, I was ghosted. Why are you tired of that? Because it sounds deliberate. Organizations aren't deliberately ghosting people. They just don't have the internal structures. But if I feel I was ghosted, and now something personal has happened. It's an attack. It's an attack. And now On my confidence is taking a hit. Yeah. Yes, yeah. because if somewhere wrong with me or I wouldn't be being ghosted. So I think it's healthier. The languaging people use at these times is vital. I don't want to be out of a job forever. Please don't say things like that. It's not going to be forever. Yeah. They ghosted me and making up stories, I, all of that stuff. Like we really have to watch that because yeah. dive is usually the longest phase out of the five phases and you've got to keep your game together. It's hard to stay hopeful. Everyone's got a different opinion. Is there a right path? Why did I wait so long? I wish I'd started sooner. Do I have what it takes? I know people are telling me I have these transferable skills, but I don't really know if I can buy into them and can I communicate them. So dive, you're navigating, tactically moving forwards, getting back up every time you don't hear back, applying again, putting your heart and your soul into it every single time, not being attached to the outcome, but keeping going, and then navigating this internal world. It's a journey. It is. <laughs> it's a hell of a journey. I'm so glad you said the ghosted thing too, because like things get perpetuated on LinkedIn a lot. And I think it can be somewhat of an, an echo chamber out there. And so, yeah, watch your language. Folks. Yes. I think it's really important. Yes. What's your word? What's your language? Yeah. Decide. So that's dive. Wait, the last thing that happens in dive is you get, you start to get offers. That's what happens with dive. You start to get that's offers. Ex- that's the exciting part. Well, so you get, you get offers. Why is decide? You said it's not linear. So why does decide decide come next after that? What's decide about? So glad you asked that question, Chris. Because decide is this place where you choose. Now, I'm going to name that people have different privilege levels when it comes to deciding. Some people are not in a situation to turn the job down. But if you know it's the wrong job because of the way you've been treated through the interview process, the way the whole thing is felt. The job sounds great, but you know the resources aren't available. Whatever it is, if something in your gut, if you're trying to convince yourself to take a job, ideally you don't. Decide is accepting the dream job. And the dream job means it meets your core needs and wants okay. at this time in your life. So the dream job is maybe three or four pillars. I need to be home to feed my kids. I need to earn a certain amount. I need to have the autonomy to actually do my work. And the dream job, so the choice of decide is based on a foundation of two things. Due diligence, which ideally you've asked smart questions as you went along. You've learned about the organization. You've had exposure to people. You've done your thing. And self-trust. 
Nobody takes on a job with 100% confidence that it's the right thing because that's impossible because you don't have all the information because you're not in the job yet. So you do your best. So self-trust is I've done my due diligence. I've asked the questions. I've got the information to the best of my knowledge. I believe I can navigate this environment. I can be successful at this job. And if it all blows up in my face, I will figure it out. That's what decide is. And the challenging thing about decide, Chris, is when you've just come through dream, which is like pulling teeth for some people, and now you're dead, and you went to dive, and then you had to go back and dare again, and then you had to go back to dream, but now you're back and dive. That's what you mean by not being this. linear, right? It's not a perfect little time frame, you know, but yeah. Right. Yes, it's n- n- in no way. And it's helpful to, to go back and forth because you get clearer as you go and you get braver as you go. Because anytime you stay in the game with something that's hard, you get braver. But the time you get to decide and you're getting job offers, the majority of people are like, I just want out of the game. I don't, don't want to be in this anymore. Right. Anything's got right. to be better than where I am. I, you know, what if I don't get a better offer? What if I don't get another offer? So a lot of these, a lot of these concerns come up and decide. And if you can hang in there, this is why it's good. God, this is a whole other conversation about starting as early as you can, trusting your sense that it's time for a change and starting then instead of waiting until you're depleted and you're ready to quit and you can't handle it anymore. We could do a whole episode on that. We should do that. <laughs> both the, right. We really should. <laughs> we both. But that's what decide is. Decide is like, you know, this is where you get ahead in this game. Soon you start. Yeah. That's how you get ahead. That's what decide is. So you've chosen it. your dream job. Love it. Fifth stage. Are you ready? Yes. And by the way, I just going to say, Killing it right now. I think that just the personal examples and stories just keep bringing them. And yes, let's next one. Okay. Last cool. Cool. Yes. So the final stage is me with my clients, but really it's it's a helpful stage for anybody to, to think about. And it's design. And design, I sit down with my client and we look at the first 90 days. We sort of plan out as best we can the first 90 days. Who are our key stakeholders? What are the processes that are in place? What are the resources available to us? What's our leadership approach? And how are we taking care of ourselves? Because there can be a tendency when you first start a new job to completely overwork, set a precedent for overworking, lean in too far or lean back too far because you want to impress and you want to achieve. So it's good to have a general idea of those first three months and how you're going to navigate that and when you're going to stop work and you know balance yourself throughout it. So that's what design is. And that's why I would hope the folks, and obviously the, the when you help people land their dream job, it doesn't end there. That's not the very end of the story. And so what are some of the challenges, I should say, of the folks who end up landing that dream job and they end up working for those first few months here? And I know you've kind of touched upon a few, but like another example or story would be great. One of the big things that can happen in the first 90 days is people go in with their own idea of what they already want to do based on the interviews or you know whatever information they've gathered. And a lot of people will go in and start acting on that. So they go in, they go in, they carry a lot of assumptions into the new job about what's needed. So I see these processes in place that we should be, uh, there's siloing going on between these departments. So we should make sure they're communicating and we should adjust these processes over here so it's more streamlined from the data science people to the, right? Whatever those things are that they're saying. And that can be 
a more helpful approach is to go in and information gather. So there's this tendency to go in and hit the ground running and show how yeah. smart you are and how brilliant you are. And actually you show that by, by opening your ears and not your mouth, which sounds really harsh. We might want to take that out. <laughs> but, we, but you really like show how don't. smart you are. <laughs> you show how smart you are by, by really listening yeah. and by learning and by gathering information from all the key people around you and maybe the people who often get ignored but hold the nuggets, you know, those who are like really working in the belly of the organization. So that that's a classic error because it's counterintuitive to go in and what feels like be passive, but actually it's highly strategic. And you can communicate that when you're in. I'm going to be sitting back. I'm going to be landing in the first couple of weeks. And then together, we're going to make a plan. Beautiful way to end the five Ds here. Do you have anything you would like to say to round it out or tie all these lovely Ds together? Yes, there is something I'd like to say. I think sometimes hearing the five stages and some of the things that go in each of them, some people are going to feel relief from that and other people are going to be like, that's a lot. And I just want to be a, a really strong reminder that we find our way over the bridge to the new place by taking one step at a time. And for those of us that are perfectionists and overachievers, that's incredibly frustrating. But it's actually really important. And the mind goes, I should be further, faster. I should have got there already. I should be doing this kind of job, but really I want to do this kind of job. The mind is bananas. It's bananas during these kind of these kind of transitions. You can, the more you can bring yourself back to What's a step I can take today to get clearer? Who's one person I can talk to today to feel better or to get their mentorship or to find out if my skills fit that kind of job? We've got so got access to so many people and so much this. Really what YouTube, it's a one baby step. Just take one baby step a day. It's real. That's how I want to wrap that. I love it. My gosh. And you are my favorite. Thank you so much for being on the show. Not once, not twice, but probably like six or seven times by this time, because I've known you for such a long time. I know the power and impact you're making out there in the career space and this amazing heart that you have. So thank you so much for enlightening, hopefully these uh, thousands of people who are listening to this are going to be listening to this over time. I think this will stay relevant for years and years. So how can we steer people to what you offered? I know you mentioned that monthly call, which may or may not launch, but how do we find out if you're going to launch that call? How do people get in touch with you? Love to hear. So a big thank you back to you on what you're doing as well for people's lives and moving them forwards in an area of our lives that matters to all of us, which is our work. And the way you do it with such generosity and clarity and surrounding yourself with people that enhance your work. So thank you. I'm a big fan too. If people go on my website, clarityunlimited.com, they could sign up for the newsletter, which I'm horribly inconsistent with. But if I'm going to launch a monthly thing, that's how you're going to find out. The other way to find out is to find me on LinkedIn under my name, Clara Chorley, which I'm sure is written somewhere on here. Because who knows how to spell Chorley? I don't even know how to spell it half the time. <laughs> half the so, time. <laughs> so you can go onto LinkedIn. I'm posting there regularly. You can look at my background. You can look at some testimonials. And if I'm going to do that, when I do this monthly event or 
conversation room space, you will find out about it there. I don't work with a lot of clients. I'm not high volume and I'm not high turnover. But if that's something that you, you're feeling, either through LinkedIn or my website, you can sign up for a discovery call. And we spend about an hour together and I get to learn lots about you and you get to get a feel for me. And then we decide if we want to work together or not. If we think we can both win, we'll do it. But you can book a discovery call that way. That's what I've got right now. Perfect. And your LinkedIn and website and all that good stuff, of course, we'll make sure to link within the description of this episode. So just hit description and then that will also be linked within this episode. Um, Or you can just hop on your browser and find this yourself. But Lara, thank you so, so much. I know we're going to keep doing this and staying in touch over time as we have been over the last six years. But thank you so much for doing this. And I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Thank you, Chris. All right, listeners, that wraps up episode 314, which is the part two from episode 312. This is the 5D framework for career change. Dream, dare, dive, decide, and design. My gosh, I love speaking with Clara because not only is she such an authentic and amazing individual, but she provides some really solid stories and examples from her own life. And you can tell that she is all about removing the pain and helping you as the job seeker. So I thank Clara for coming on the show for the umpteenth time. And I hope that this episode was insightful for you if you are looking to make that sort of change. If you haven't checked out episode 312, I highly recommend listening as there were some important considerations surrounding career change that we covered. And of course, I will make sure to include Clara's LinkedIn profile and her website on the description of this episode. Please tag both of us if you're active on LinkedIn. I would love for you to post this episode and tag both of us. And I can't thank you enough for coming in and tuning into today's episode. I'll see you next time. Career Warrior Podcast. And before you go, remember, if you're not seeing the results you want in your job search, our highly trained team of professional resume writers here at Let's See Grandma can help. Head on over to letseegrandma.com forward slash podcast to get a free resume critique and $70 off any one of our resume writing packages. We talk all the time on the show about the importance of being targeted in your job search. And with our unique writing process and focus on individual attention, you'll get a resume, cover letter, and LinkedIn profile that are highly customized and tailored to your goals to help you get hired faster. Again, head on over to letseatgrandma.com forward slash podcast. Thanks, and I'll see you next time. 